Welcome to Oregon Rooted. I'm Higher Peaks. And this is Lady Sativa. You're listening to The Dirt Show. Where we bring you Oregon's cannabis culture. Welcome to episode 26 of The Dirt Show. I'm Higher Peaks. And I'm Lady Sativa. All right. Today we have a special guest, Kyle from Elevation Organics. All right. Yeah, I was really excited about this one. I know you weren't there to hear this. No, I was at work. But Kyle is an awesome guy. He's really cool. And so is his staff. It was a great time. When I showed up, uh, it was just a warm welcome and he had a lot of great things to say so we we're really excited to have him on i had been eyeing him before yeah for a while now i remember i've i've heard yeah talk about him yeah i had um seen him at a couple of the you know events during the summer and i've been eyeing him because elevation organics as a nutrient line has been you know up and coming he's been out there for, you know for a few years mm-hmm. but it's really just the last couple of years been catching on and which is great because it's good stuff right and so, um, stay tuned for that. Um, I think that you'll, you'll, you know, any questions you have, I think might be answered in that little section. Nice. But, uh, you know, I do, I do know there's people out there using them now, so this will be a good uh, time for anybody else that might be looking for them to try them out. Now, uh, let's talk about what's going on or what has been going on. And then we'll talk about, you know, what's going on uh, in the future. And what's happening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so we got through the THC fair, which was a week and actually two weekends ago. Mm-hmm. No, it was a weekend before this last weekend. It's just this last weekend was so long. Yeah, it feels long. <laughs> so, but we had a local fair here, uh, that we saw elevation there, Yes, but we saw a lot of other people. Um, and actually let's shout out to Eric from ancient earth designs. Yes. Yeah. He's got some really cool stuff. We're going to be talking to him. Uh, but we wanted to shout out to you, brother. We saw you at that fair, and I gotta say, I I shout out to I saw him before that. Yeah, thanks to Megan, my coworker. Okay, I saw her beautiful bong that she got to bring home. Um, that he had actually, as a friend, I think she had bought it, of course, from him. But as a friend, he had fixed it, uh, did something for her. So I had seen his work before. Yeah, and had he had brought in a couple that he had been working on. So it's really cool that you got to meet him as well and got to go in and actually see, yes, the same guy that makes the exact same bong that she has that, and they are incredible. Right. Like actual, let's talk about real. I I don't know if I could smoke out of this beautiful thing. I I think that's how I felt it would, if I did, 
it would be on a very rare right. occasion where I'd be like, oh, this is my specialty bong. <laughs> I can only pull this down for cool people. Well, it'd be that or your fine china, right? Yes. So like it, maybe your Thanksgiving. my or, fine bong. <laughs> your fine bong. <laughs> my fine bong. <laughs> yes. And it, otherwise, it'd be up on a beautiful shelf or in a curio cabinet because that thing yeah, is gorgeous. <laughs> it is. It really was. And All of them are. They're just incredible. Yeah. So we're going to have him on the show in the future. He already expressed interest, so I'm sure he'd be fine. But, um, but check him out. I mean, Ancient Earth Designs on instagram Mm -hmm. and it's all real like handcrafted wood uh real wood um and it's just it's really nice now he can go into detail when we have him on so we won't talk too much but yeah well just like good stuff example maple burl yeah beautiful pipe yeah beautiful yeah it is it really is so just a little teaser yeah all right. You gotta check it out yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So also at the fair, you know, we got to meet a bunch of other people. I talked to JD Short, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, th- uh, you know, thanks to Mongo, we, we we went out there and he he knows him and uh, we talked to him. We also talked to which he's from uh, second gen uh, genetics, second generation genetics. Yes, and you know, uh, really good breeder. Uh, we're going to talk more. He expressed interest, of course, on being on the show. Yes. But um, I think, you know, he just, we need to talk more and, you know, he he wants to. Show us who we are. Yeah. As a whole. Yeah. As organ rooted as a whole. But as, as nice as our listeners are, I think that we have a warm welcome for him. So, be no problems there. And, and so, we potentially will have him on. But, uh, you know, we are looking at his genetics and, and talking to him about um you know the science of it so right good breeder I, to have on you know what i want to know how how it happens i'm curious about how genetics work when it comes to yeah i want to plant yeah I, and, I really am i'm very curious yeah and this guy's a you can just he's a genius you know when it comes to that stuff uh and and really wants to talk about it mm-hmm. so i think this would be a good outlet for him yeah. so brother oh, if you're listening this time i got questions yeah if you're listening <laughs> we'll be talking uh, and we'll be meeting him in the next couple of weeks so awesome and then um let's see we also talked to uh shout out to uh full spec genetics judah that guy is cool as hell <laughs> i wish you could have met him we are running his genetics and we're going to talk about that in a minute but uh he's a breeder too and he is a passionate breeder, very smart. We're going to talk to him soon, too. Mm-hmm. So check him out, too, on, uh, let's see, at Full Spec Genetics, of course, and at Second Gen Genetics on the other one. But check them both out. These guys are legit breeders. they got good stuff going. Uh, and like I said, we'll talk about his genetics in a second. Um, and then, <laughs> real quick, I have to shout out to Mark from Maine. I've been talking to this guy for a little while now. He's been keeping me informed about what's going on in Maine. Uh, nice. Yeah. And, you We've know. We've got outs on the inside, people. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> and he's really passionate about cannabis, too. Um, so since Maine just went, you know, legal, so to speak, uh, mm-hmm. you know, this is a good guy to talk to. And he, like I said, he's been really involved. So shout out to you. I do have that grower pack coming, brother. So look for it. Send a few grower goodies to him. Some oh, samples, yeah. some SLF, some mammoth P, all that good stuff. <clears throat> Ancient herb. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Ancient, <laughs> yeah, of course. You don't think I'm sending it without I'm like, no, herbs. in the pack, not yeah, yeah, yeah. later. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> 
Yeah, of course, man. I'm sending both formulas in there. Nice. Yeah. Formula one and formula two. Absolutely. I would not send it without. Um, and of course, there's other things too. I mean, I could list the whole thing. I just, that's why I was right. know, confused. So, um, yeah. And so the fair was good. It was a little bit smaller for our area, of course. Yes. But and I think people were disappointed because I didn't get free weed. By the way, people, it's illegal to give away free weed. Oh, you, that's what you heard. Yeah. 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 She's like, oh, they didn't give me weed. Right. I'm like, um, yeah, you can't. It's, it's not yeah. possible to right. just give away weed. You have to sell weed. <laughs> yeah. 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 And well, you have to monitor who you sell weed to. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. And I think that um, beyond that, I think a lot of people want freebies there. Mm-hmm. So They're not if, going there for the knowledge like yeah. well, most of us do. Well, or for seeking out certain people or, or networking even like it's yeah. supposed to be. Yeah. Like that's what we're there for a lot. Yeah. And that's yeah, what yeah. it's for. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, I mean, you know, it is it is what it is. But um, it was still a great uh, fair. And then let's move on. We went to, we've been really busy actually, which is, mm-hmm. as you can tell, there's no episode yet till now <laughs> well we've got to try and play catch up we will we're gonna dump a ton of content out here as seen on instagram so uh but then we went up to portland this weekend yes do you have anything to say about that i do i mean we, it's, uh, it's fucking epic <laughs> there you go <laughs> that's about the best knowledge it was it was a blast i had a lot of fun met a really a lot of a shit ton of cool people yeah, it was it was a blast. You know, we're gonna sum it up later, but I mean, basically, you'll get the details. In the yeah, info later. I mean, we got VD there. So we uh, brought- I got VD in Portland, Oregon. Right. So yes, and I really want to put the bumper sticker on the back of the car, but he told me no. <laughs> so like, ser- hold on. Did, no, like, and you brought VD like, back really, to me. Look, I got VD in Portland. I see that. Yeah, voodoo. Fuck yeah, it's good. Okay, so. <laughs> For for those of you that don't live in Oregon, what what VD is is Voodoo Donuts. Yeah, and just look it up. It's a cool place. Shout it's, shout out to Portland because damn it, oh, Voodoo Donuts is sick. Voodoo Donuts is sick, and let me tell you, keep Portland weird. It's fucking weird. Okay, we brought and we poor Jeff. Okay, this poor guy's from North Carolina. We bring him to the weirdest place for his first place to go in Oregon. Right. Is to Portland. Yeah. Well, downtown. And, and and then Mongo hadn't been there either. Right. Joe, let's just. <laughs> okay. Just, Joe, Joe. Just call him Joe. Joe, Joe. <laughs> but um, yes. And go figure. Where the weirdest situation had to happen is right underneath the keep, in, keep Portland weird sign. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> there was a lot. Of, here's the thing. We we're in downtown Portland. And for those of you in Oregon, you know what we're talking about. But everybody else. Downtown Portland is a different scene. It's it is truly what the meaning of weird is. Oh, like you go out the into epitome. The, you, yeah, you go out into the outside of Portland City. <clears throat> you know the the newer city, if you will, like where where Leah lives. Yeah, and and it looks like your big you know Seattle's. It looks like your um and Portland. It for, looks. Forgive me for comparing you, but just uh, other big cities, right? And but you hit Old Town, and it's. It's like, you know, the same buildings that are that old are like the same people down there. It's like, oh gosh, yes. It's, yes. It's, yeah. You are and surrounded by weirdness. And did you, do you want to, we should tell the quick story about being down by the, the trimet, the trimet, the oh, max. Oh, the guy that came up to, okay. 
You mean the guy that shuffled? I even did the impersonation of him today, okay? I Like full-blown walking impersonation. I can't do it on the mic, but I shuffled like he did when I was showing everybody at work how he was... Oh, so you've already talked about this. To the people at work, of course. Well, so here's the deal. Let me me start with this. Uh, Now... There are certain cities that are known for their bums. Well, I'll tell you, Old Town Portland has some friggin' bums, okay? Uh, up the wazoo. Yeah, and even if you are the most generous person in the whole world, you don't have enough money to hand out to no. all the bums that will hit you just trying oh, yeah. to enjoy downtown Portland. You will Portland. go broke yeah. in a block. So, with that said, we there's also a train system. The Max. The Max. And, and there's three parts to that, the TriMet. But the Max itself is friggin legit let me tell you you can get from a to b no time and it goes everywhere Mm -hmm. so kudos there but you know it's a bus that goes where where the max doesn't doesn't, go (laughs) yeah and then there's even a smaller bus which is more like our buses yes our big buses yeah which uh go every other little place oh yeah so it's gorgeous it's perfect anyway so the only thing is is uh there's certain bus stops or I guess junctions, whatever they call them. I'm not sure what they are for the max, yes, but yeah. um, stations, stations. Okay. That house quite a few homeless. And again, I don't have any problem with that, but as, as long as everybody's safe. Yeah. Well, you know, we're sitting there and a bum, two females, two male, no, three males. And he comes shuffling up and we didn't even expect it. Like, Jeff was standing there, his back turned, all of a sudden there's a guy shuffling up right up to him, stopped right at his shoulder, and then shuffled around to where the women were. And then go ahead. What did you think he said? Well, so (laughs) what I thought was when he came... Mind you, squibs are in order. Okay. Go ahead. So let me, let me, okay, so I digress. Mind you, as you know, we prefer, Oregon Rooted prefers squibs. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Lunchbox. Whoop, whoop. (laughs) You guys rock. Squibs are the only way to go if you want to get messed up. Uh, we had, I had two that night. So that yes. was two squibs as 200 milligrams. I had one. Um, cause I had my other half yeah, after which dinner. You're a lightweight compared to me in, in relation. Yes, and yes. So, but like two, my two, my one is your two. I mean, two sent me to the roof though. Like I was staring up. I was like, ah. like quite literally guys, we had to like, Craig, come this way. Put come a on. leash, put come a leash on. on me. Yeah. Uh, anyway. So we were squib deep, right? I was I was two squib deep. You were you were a, a one a squib. squib, and uh, <clears throat> this guy comes shuffling up, and I thought he came up to you and said, "I want to smell your pussy." <laughs> I guess he I did probably not. <laughs> he did not say that. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. Okay, he says, "Excuse me," and then he goes, "Oh, at least you're courteous." He said something about, "Oh, you're nice enough to talk to me," because I turned and looked at him. That's all I did. Okay. turned and looked in his general direction and he thought I was acknowledging him and then you reach out and grab me put your arm around me for well, protection well made me a little nervous yes, yeah. for protection as every man usually probably would do in a woman in this situation and a guy that's creepy is standing right <laughs> there and he did not have a care for personal space of course and guys he didn't smell the greatest either well, he had snot coming down his face. Yes. Oh, we didn't even tell the main part. Yes, he had snot coming from his nostrils all the way down to the bottom of his beard. <laughs> Keep Portland weird. Caked. Like, still glistening. Yeah. It was that fresh. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, and he he started knocking you because you reached out. Don't, what, what do you call you? 
fucking, uh, what did he say? Don't be fucking immature little assholes. Yeah, yeah. And he said something about. <laughs> I'm homeless. Yeah. And you I don't need, know, my situ- know my situation or something like that. Basically, Bo- I need $7. To get on the max, which is only to five, get by on the way. To on a warm place to sleep. Okay, we just paid $10 for two people. I think we know that it's $5 for the max. Nice try there, buddy. You want a beer, too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and that's the thing is, uh, you know, it's $5 for the max, and we saw plenty of people sleeping on that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, and then he shuffled off. Yeah, but it was – here's the deal. I got to give him credit because it was the first time you go. from a bum, okay? <laughs> now, keep keep in mind that, uh, you know, I mean, over the years I've asked, been asked a few times, <laughs> and this is the first time ever that I've been guilted into trying to get money. Yes, I we got – respectfully <laughs> disrespectfully asked for money yeah 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 he dissed us and, and asked at the same time so and i still think he wants to smell your butt. <laughs> <laughs> he creeped me out i'm glad he shuffled uh, away but then he shuffled back and scared me i thought he was going to come talk to us again thank god that we were with a group you yes know, there was five yeah, of joe us and jeff yeah and, yeah. and, and, and his jeff. wife yeah joe jeff joe jeff and ashley <laughs> and what's really crazy is i don't know if i mentioned this but did you see the one guy that was down by the little outlet with that uh, asian lady yeah, that yeah. was okay he was smoking crack just so you know he was yes he was smoking was, crack under the bridge in Portland. He took two hits, and I'm not sure if he's trying to sell it, like if that was his flag. Oh, that's hilarious. Or if he was just hitting it. Oh, that, Maybe that's what the guy was shuffling by. He needed money so he could get, I, get some maybe, coke. Well, no. he When he was shuffling by that guy that was doing that, he, he actually pulled his girlfriend, I'm assuming. I would hope it's not his hooker and he's a pimp. I'm going to be nice here and assume it's, Let's just be nice with that because we so all know what she pulled, looked like. Yeah, he pulled her closer. <laughs> and so I'm assuming that, you know, anyway, no, he didn't mess with that guy either. Sorry we about need, the long story, but we God need to damn. get off our soapbox of Portland Holy and, and shit. save that for the next take? episode. Oh my, we do. That was like, because let me tell you, we still have more to tell you about Portland. Okay. Yeah. It was a fun, fun time. It was, like I said before, fucking epic. Yeah. On squibs, even. I mean, yes. The, the, the whole. The whole thing was just awesome. The concert was amazing. You'll hear more about that later. I'm going to stop there. Yeah, we've interviewed the bands and stuff. And shout out to those guys. But we'll get to them. Um, I just want to say one thing. No shout more out, spoilers. No more spoilers. Shout out to Jaybird. We love you, bro. We'll Absolutely. Talk, we'll talk to you soon. Yes, I'm going to come out soon. Hopefully Sunday, by the way. Maybe. Okay, perfect. And then Nate from Oregon Leaf. I want to shout out to him because he yes. talked to you when he came through. Now, Oregon Leaf, for everybody that doesn't know, Oregon Leaf is a, I would call one of the most legit publications in Oregon for yeah, cannabis. Absolutely. He was and, dropping it off. He was yeah. dropping off a new supply of uh, actually the mochi gelato one. Right. Yep. So I just want to shout out to him because one, I think Oregon Leaf is legit. Mm-hmm. Two, we do pull stories from them. Mm hmm. Well, and then he, he so, came in and he met me and then he met you separately and was yeah, really excited. That's the other thing, too, is when I yeah. talked to him, he's like, I just met your wife. <laughs> so so uh, <clears throat> shout out to them. And if if you're if you want to read anything, you know, Dope Magazine's good, but man, Oregon Leaf's just as legit. Oh, so, yeah, absolutely. Um, let's see. Uh, and then we stopped by, coming back from Portland, we stopped by Deschutes Growery. Yes, we did. Okay, I don't want to go too deep. Again, no. these these are people coming on the future, but these 
you know, here's the deal is Deschutes is doing it right. Again, I don't want to talk too much, but these guys are running, uh, you know, indoor, uh, these, you know, solars, thousands of watts. We'll go into all of it, but they're running off solar power. Yeah. Doing it right. Going green. And Deschutes is one of the hardest places to really grow county wise. So, I mean, get, you know, props to them. They're doing right. it tough and they are doing it rough and they're coming out like the flower Pretty we cool saw. Guys too. They it had was... some stuff that hasn't even come out yet that they were trimming and it was, what was it? Cookie. Uh, oh, gosh. Blue I'd... cookies. No, no, not blue cookies. No, it makes me mad that I can't remember. Me too, because I, I wanted to remember. Um, uh, anyway, we'll talk more about it, but man, it was gorgeous. Oh, it was amazing. And again, these guys are going straight forward. They're trying to be totally eco-friendly and, uh, and just very, very efficient. So props to them. And we really want to bring them out in the future and we will, <clears throat> but, uh, something to think about because you know what, there's a lot of growing that has to go back inside. Mm-hmm. And if we're going to have to do this, you know, we should do it right. And, and, potentially take advantage of the benefits of of the government and and get these uh solar things going right okay. exactly and uh you know i'm gonna slip this in here shout out to uh old gold gardens and um cookie wreck it was cookie wreck yeah that's, that's what, what i was searching was. for i yeah, think that's what it looked that's exactly what it looked like that looks exactly yeah, like that might the have pictures. been pictures maybe um, and then uh, Original Dangsta. Original Dangsta. Yeah, brother, we're going to be talking soon. Um, yeah, so if you're listening, ha-ha, there you go. Um, okay, so let's move on. Now, so we're going to be talking about Elevation. Um, I guess let's go ahead and do sponsors. Do you have the, the supporters real quick? I or, remember the supporters. Okay, I'll throw one out, you throw one out. Okay, I got Ready? it. Team. Okay. I'll get the easy one or I'll get the hard one in terms of the length of it. Okay. Uh, so ancient herbs member, Sean, my brother, how you doing? I know you're coming up. I know you started, uh, moving along with the, uh, the, the, um, new product you put out the light. Oh, uh, nice. Now he's putting out, um, a UV light of sorts that is, uh, able to, um, kill mites, russet mites. Nice. And, Formula One, Formula Two is what we're using this year. Yep. Again, we keep saying it, and we're going to go this whole year. I'm not even going to touch any of that other bullshit, okay? I'm still trying to get on and about getting this greenhouse set up, too. Oh, yeah. I'm oh, get well, the frame's, it, <laughs> the frame's up. The frame's up. The frame's been up since we put it up last year. <laughs> okay, I'm going to edit that one out. <laughs> edit. Anyway, so, yeah, we're only using his two formulas this year. No, I might, I, I will, I won't lie. I'm going to, I might jump on some beneficials like some uh, nematodes because mm-hmm. we're going to get into that and um, ladybugs. Hey, can we get a uh, praying mantises? That's what I was thinking too. That'd be freaking you know cool. What? Praying mantises eat anything they Each can other. grab. Anything they can grab. Yeah. And then they eat their men. Yeah, exactly. See what I'm wow. saying? Yeah. <laughs> So I think that would be cool too. And I've uh, see now, now you threw me off. Bugs. Well, nematodes, that. ladybugs, <laughs> put them in the fridge. They get cold. We're, they slow no, down. We're talking about ancient herbs. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> get vaporous.com. <clears throat> no, hold on. 
<clears throat> so, uh, yeah, Formula One, Formula Two. You can get fifteen percent off anything in their store. Uh, just use the code word organ rooted. Yeah, fifteen percent off. And man, you know, at least try out the Form One and Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's essential oils. It's not going to um, trigger any kind of testing. It smells amazing. If you care, it smells great. It's you great can for spray rashes. It in your face. Yeah, it's good. It's good for rashes. <laughs> it. Uh, Get mad just being. Yeah, and you're good. And I'll tell you honestly, He'll you know, still be like that LSD we had. Did it? I mean, did you think it affected? I mean, that was pretty good, potent. Oh, the LSD was amazing. Yeah. Do we have any more of that? I I'm still searching for some. Keep searching. That shit was good. <laughs> so I mean, in our in our beta testing, if you will, I didn't see any kind of flavor change or anything. Mm-mm. Yeah, or smell even. It's just it was great, just like what we expected. So. Um, anyway, check that out. And then Vaporous, your turn. Getvaporous.com or Vaporous Technologies, isn't it? Yeah. The other one? Yeah. And use code word rooted at checkout mm-hmm. for any choice of your pen and you get 25% off at your purchase. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Okay. So what I wanted to talk about was a little bit uh, a little bit of grow talk. Um, now we're getting into early, early, early springtime. Mm-hmm. Not even spring. I don't even know why. I thought. I'm, I'm I'm excited. Don't get my hopes up. Okay, I want it to be spring. I yes. love spring. Right. <laughs> so might blink too fast. Might go too fast, and you know, buy too fast. Though. I know. Remember well, what Jim Gaffigan said. And this is the time. <laughs> if, you, if you're lucky enough to grow outside, this is the time to start thinking about your seeds. Um, not necessarily clones, but you know, your seeds, uh, you can start popping them soon, popping them now, if you want, put them under lights, even just uh, T fives or fluorescence, uh, until the time is to go outside. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, if you're going to grow from clones, that's a different story maybe. And clones are good. And mm-hmm. we've done clones in the past. Yep. The past couple of years we've yeah. done, we've done, clones. uh, but I really truly feel like if, you've especially if you've grown a few few years you know that growing from seed is a necessity i mean mm-hmm. the good genetics the good pheno hunts those kind of things come from seeds also for beginners seeds are very they're a lot more vigorous mm-hmm. and they're generally more healthier uh more pest resistant um and just just generally overall i feel if you if you can handle the time that it takes is better. Mm-hmm. That's one thing is if you're growing inside, growing from seed takes a lot longer. So you have to fit that into your grow schedule or, you know, growing outside. Growing outside is different because you can plan for it. Right. And you have the time to do it. But growing inside, I do understand that growing from seed is a little harder than clones where you can just take a bunch of clones. Boom. You know what you're going to get. You also know it's going to be female too. Right. So, you know, I mean, that's those are all good things. I yes. get that. You know, a lot more work with seeds, but I do feel like a lot of good stuff comes from seeds. So I did want to talk about what we're starting with now. We are going to start with uh, seeds this year. Of course, last year was clones. This year is seeds. We've already done our final selection. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're going to announce what our selection is. Also, too, we are going. One thing about growing personally or medically, if you will, is that we get to try things out. Mm hmm. You know, I mean, like when you're growing hundreds of plants at a time, you're a tier two, you don't get to try this stuff out. No. You got to rely on the stuff that you know is going to work. You got to rely on 
what's going to produce the most out of what you got, blah, blah, blah. And your nutrients, you're not going to just try a handful of nutrients. You're going to try exactly, you know, what's going to work. Right. And you know what's going to fit in your budget and blah, blah, blah. Well, so one thing about growing from home is, is one, not only can we try a variety of seeds without fatal error, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, we can run different tests and stuff. And so, you know, this year growing from seed, we've got what? One, we've got six. two, three, four, five, six. Okay. So we got six varieties essentially, and we're going to try a little trick popping seeds. We want to do this all naturally. Mm-hmm. Don't we? Yes. Yeah, organically. Yes. And we've really, like last year, we got as close to organic as we're ever going to get. We ran the Nectar of Gods, Nectar mm-hmm. for the Gods, along with some beneficials, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we got pretty close to, to organic, quote unquote. Um, But this year, <clears throat> um, Pop and Seas, you want to explain how we're going to do that? Well, no, we're going to plan on, we're going to put it into uh, eggs. Yeah, right. We're going to crack egg shells and actually use the eggshell to use as our transplanter. Yeah. Instead of um, a lot of people use lots of different things, actually. I've heard like two or three different things just this weekend. Yeah. Um, The little cups, the, what is that? The biodegradable natural cups that you can get, the transplanting. Yeah ones mm-hmm. or there's the there's other thing peat. Um, mm-hmm. the peat and then there's one other that we had talked about um well you got rock wool too that you can put in rock wool yes mm-hmm. yeah and so it's yeah we want to try the eggs we want to go real natural and try so there's this is different mediums you can try uh one thing is you want to not use any kind of nutrients you know soil that's got a bunch of nutrients in it Essentially, you want to use a seed mix mm-hmm. and or, or you know, like those little cubes, those little peat cubes. Those those are just basically peat. Mm-hmm. And peat moss. <clears throat> any kind of nutrition is going to come for the seed is going to come initially from that husk in, this, in the, the uh, shell. <clears throat> and then by the time it's sprouted and everything, then that's when you're going to add your nutrients. Well, uh, so we're going to plant in some either soilless or in a seed seedling mix dirt mm-hmm. into those eggs right yeah and use those as the cups and uh, they cover calcium well essentially mm-hmm. i mean eggshell can break down over time into calcium so i mean that's just an added benefit uh but you know it essentially just like any of those other options we're going to be able to plant that into the dirt mm-hmm. our our final container and uh, just allow it to go do its thing. Absolutely. Break the shell. It's just going to break down into the dirt and do its thing. I thought it was a great idea. Now, if you're a farm, obviously you can't do that many, but we're doing our own you know, personal growth. So 3,000 eggs. For our own backyard little grow. But for your home growers out there and those people that listen to us that are listening, you know, about home growing and stuff, this is a good option. So just take your egg. Well, and what better way to save a little bit of money, too? Than going oh, it saves and, money, yeah. Yeah, than going out and buying those. So but have I'm breakfast sure on a Sunday or have two Have breakfast Sundays. on a Sunday, <laughs> unless you've got as many people as we do in our house, because we could cover all these and, you kidding me, we'd have these and more in, in a Sunday sitting. But um, yeah, it's it's worth it. It's, it would be fun. It would be. And I think that this is going to be fun to try out. And again, mm-hmm. these are just things to try out. Um, I think know. we should pr- try the brown eggs too. Do you think 
It does. It you makes think they'll difference. add better flavor? Yeah. <laughs> or or yes. uh, let's see. Um, My mind tells me that if the egg tastes better, then the weed will taste better. <laughs> Does the brown ones taste better? Is you it? don't think so? You don't think well, the brown I mean, eggs? eggs themselves? Yes. Yeah, but it's not going to. I think the I think gonna... it's going to work. Okay. <laughs> it's going to work. Just that's what's going to happen. Okay. That's funny. <laughs> so, all right. Well, that, that's just a little taste. As far as our selection, why don't you talk about what what you know? Yeah. Who we got? We got, oh, we got from Golden Beaver Farms. Now this is our this is our favorite. Not our. I mean, okay, it is our favorite selection. Yes, but I mean, you know, Golden Beaver. We've known them now for quite a, you know, almost a year. Exactly, and we're getting there. And you know, these guys are really cool, and they make a great flower. So yes, I'm really excited. They're pretty awesome. I'm excited to see what comes out of these. And we did see a small version of what we will get this next year because we got that clone what was it halfway through the season it was way more than that it was like well, yeah, late it august was, yeah we had maybe 2 months for it to sit there and it was about half of what our other plants was with that nectar for the gods it 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 was a pretty massive little guy it was well now now girl, I, my bad girl yeah. well and i planted that into nectar number four by the way just got a shout out so it was i didn't add any newts to it but i did plant it in number four nectar Mm -hmm. so it i mean it was still planted in high high quality dirt right but it did take off and man that thing was just a little little clone like you'd think like two three inches tall yeah and then oh it from august like 20th ish we got we got a good ounce or more out of that well, I had that right there, that Tupperware jar well, on was, top. That, that was, was full. maybe a little bit over an ounce. So, yeah, maybe, yeah, over an ounce. All right, but we got Gold Beaver Farms. Um, we got the Chocodile, which is Chocolate crossed with New York Diesel and LA Confidential. And then we have, also from Golden Beaver Farm, the Mystic Gem crossed with GDP, which is also known as King Cake. That's our favorite. That's our favorite. Yeah, is the king we cake. haven't. But run... I really enjoy the taste of chocolate, so I'm excited to see what the chocodile tastes like. Do you think that because these two, LA, oh, LA Confidential and New York Diesel, yeah, those are old school good stuff. They are. Yeah, so that could be a good one. And we're gonna pheno hunt at all this stuff. Yes. So. And then we also have from Odin Ray Farms. Um, we have Cookies of Asgard, which is CBD Girl Scout cookies crossed with Loki. And it is a three to one average for THC to CBD, which I'm excited about. Which, yeah, yeah, CBD. Everybody wants a little CBD in their life. Well, like we talked about with Jason, I think I'm kind of in, more interested in ratios versus percentages. Yes. Anymore, I'm, I, I enjoy having... I enjoy having some CBD in there. It doesn't matter how high exactly. Having some in there is nice. It doesn't mean that the THC has to be through the roof high. I just would like some CBD in with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Odin Ray Farms. I met these guys back at Indo Expo. Or Mm -hmm. I should say this gentleman, Shiloh Parkin. Shout out to him. And he handed me these. And I'm, I, I really think this is going to be good. I'm excited about these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like so, the tree of life on the cover. <laughs> yeah, it's 
Really cool. Check him out. <clears throat> Again, it's at Odin Ray Farms. Mm-hmm. And this guy is really interested in, you know, good. He's a, it seems like a good breeder. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah especially for the high for CBD stuff. So if you like high CBD, check it out. And, and we'll keep everybody updated. Now, on my end, I've got two options from Full Spec Genetics. And again, this is uh, Judah, the gentleman I met at the fair here. Mm-hmm. And I've got Floral Dream and Silver Heaven. Nice. And I'm excited about the Floral Dream because you said it was lavendery. Yeah. And then Silver Heaven, I believe, was Super Silver Haze crossed with Blue Dream, I think. Don't mark my words. But um, we're going to try both those. Uh, this guy's a really good guy to keep an eye on too for breeding nice now i know hermetic got a bunch of samples from full spec too so i i do know that he's going to be phenoing out some full spec genetics nice her her uh hermetic is i'm getting all these names mixed up okay and then this one <laughs> just is crazy this is doc dank seeds and i saw him this summer and he's all over Instagram too. So check mm-hmm. out Doc Dank Seeds. Uh, this is p- Triple Purple Rhino. Oh, right. Triple I that one. Purple Rhino. Now, if the name doesn't get you. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to try these out too. Yes, I'm going to make my tags for them here soon. So there's our six. Now, we're. I think we're going to make a final decision, but I think we're going to run... I'm reading. Go oh, okay. ahead. I'm listening. <laughs> We're going to run uh, maybe two sets, like three and three of two different runs of something nutrient-wise. Mm-hmm. But we're going to keep it all, uh, you know, organic in terms of we're not going to add any pesticides this year. Right. We might run synthetics on one side, one of the three. Mm-hmm. But... We're not going to run anything but the essential oils, and we will add beneficials. So we'll do in the mycorrhizae and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which leads me essentially to right before we go into the interview, I just wanted to mention there's been some a little confusion and talk about soil, and this is a good one to go into. Now, Elevation Organics has liquid newts, mm-hmm. and they have dry I was just seeing if it... I know, I can hear you. Sorry, I I was trying to see if we were going to have anything besides sativa dominant. Do we not? We have two sativa dominant. I'm not sure what that one is. This is pretty sure Chocolope and LA Confidential are both sativa. Well, if you look on that one, there's a big thing that says 50-50 hybrid. Okay, there's a hybrid. (laughs) We got one hybrid then. And then the king cake. That's a good question. I don't remember exactly what the king cake was. I don't remember if it was hybrid, but if not, these two are the ones I'm not positive about. Anyway, sorry. I did not mean to interrupt, but that's what I was looking for in that shuffling in the microphone. I was just trying to see what kind the purple, the triple purple rhino was. Yeah. To me, purple kind of sounds like an indica. Well, and I think that's why I think that the golden beavers. Well, and then triple purple. Triple, triple OJ. (laughs) Indica. (laughs) That's just what it sounds like to me. (laughs) But anyways, go on. (laughs) Yeah. So Elevation sells liquid, dry, and they have soil. And their soil is really good, too, with Mm -hmm. some good options. So real quick, like I said, there's been some talk and some confusion on the boards about 
uh, mycorrhizae, or I should say, uh, l- let me let me put it this way. I'm going to go through it quick. Now, about 25, 30, 30 years ago or so, mm-hmm. there was a um, doctor, well, at least a PhD uh, scientist that her name was Suzanne Samard, and she did some testing. She put two uh, seedlings, trees, into their own container, uh, planted side by side. And she found that when she radiated one with carbon radiation, that the other one oh. up took it and showed it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You remember this? Yes. And just brief here, she essentially said, okay, well, great. They're communicating some way. And these were planted fairly close together. Again, I'm just going to go through this generally. You can look up the the details, you know, on your own. But so what happens is she said, okay, well, I'm going to go out into a forest grove. Yes. And I believe it was uh, fir trees and birch trees is what and it Douglas, was. Yeah, Douglas fir and yeah. birch. Yeah. And she, uh, and there's like 80 or more trees. And they uh, did a controlled situation where they uh, irradiated a tree, a fir, I believe, mm-hmm. with the carbon radiation. And then found that essentially every other tree 80 plus trees in that whole area were uptaking that same carbon radiation because that mother tree was shooting it out well because of these the mycorrhizae yes and so that's when this is way back when and this is when we really started finding out that the trees plants and and these you know things that were growing in the ground were actually communicating and a lot of it was they were communicating because they had to communicate to be able to get those nutrients around Uh and that's a big thing is that what happens with these mycorrhizae is they build these well okay here's what i'm going to get to is that trees build these ecto mycorrhizae okay and what those type of mycorrhizae do is they communicate in longer distances so what they saw that that web yeah in the web now remember when they say mycorrhizal or mycorrhizae or any of that that's just the action of it communicating okay it's actually a fungus and a web by the way it is quite literally like a web underneath yes. the the forest floor i have seen it before i sure. and you can see it yep. all you got to do is pull back a layer of the dirt and Pick you see the light layer yeah that's underneath the yeah, ground in a healthy forest yes. sure in Oregon's forest, I've no. seen it so, plenty of times. So. so these this this ectomycorrhizae, which is a fungus, remember, so it's a fungi, mm-hmm. and they communicate by hyphae, the hyphal network. Okay, I'm going fast on this. So the ecto are able to communicate in long distances. So these webs are long. It's like a network, if you will. They're all a network, but I mean, this is a network in long distances. So I mean, what happens is you get trees talking to other trees, other other trees even further out they're all talking to each other they're all talking you know in between each other Mm -hmm. it's like this big community and then also they found that when when a tree needs more of this and you know tree needs less of this they'll exchange and they'll compensate they'll compensate you know you low on this i don't need it here take it they're essentially working as a team yes now they also found elaborate more is that you're able to like they have mother trees so these real old trees would sprout new trees or not sprout new trees, but the, the seeds that would fall would sprout new trees. And those trees would essentially attach into the network. And then the mother trees would favor those of their offspring. And they did test when they planted those other other ones. They had planted all in a controlled situation that they put um, trees that were not kin to the mother. 
right to see if the mother sure. would would favor them or favor her kin and she favored her kin Correct. but still she sent stuff to the other one as well but she gave yeah. more of They're her shared but she carbon she favored the, yes yeah. to her kin mm-hmm. which, which is really any cool. mother would do well what that seeing sh- as it's plant or right. not <laughs> and what that shows is that uh they can tell the difference between their offspring and a different tree, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Anyway, not to get too much into that. That was just some confusion. And that's an ecto network, an ecto mycorrhizae network. Mm-hmm. Now, if you apply that to cannabis, you think, oh, well, great. So maybe if I plant all my, you know, cannabis plants together in one big, you know, run or in the ground or whatever, then they're going to connect and talk and, and that might be true to a certain point, but so cannabis plants run on an endomycorrhizae system mm-hmm. and it's different. Uh, it's more contained in the, right in the general area of the root system. It's still communicating, but not. It communicates with itself. Well, with the fungi around it, mm-hmm. not the tree that's half a block down. Right. Which in the woods, a tree would. So that's different. A tree yeah. would. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get it? <laughs> You're awake. So, uh, you know, planting. That's why, you know, cannabis does do really well, actually, in containers. Is it that endo network? Uh, so what it's doing is it's talking between the bacteria and the beneficials that are in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and the root system into the, you know, the rhizosphere, if right. you will. So, but that's just in that local area, but it's still a communication. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we're still having uh, that same kind of network, if you will, but it's directly with the mycorrhizae that's right, right there. And uh, I think this year, um, you know, to add to that, you, you had mentioned the Bokashi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is a good, solid mycorrhizae earthworm castings. Yes. Uh, those, especially uh, grain fed, shout out to Sean on that one. Um, there's some high quality earth worm castings out there that do really good at getting beneficials in there. Right. And then also too, there's other options like we, um, for straight mycorrhizae, you know, uh, great white, and that's what we use. Right. I mean, we're going to use the earthworm castings too, but mm-hmm. this is another thing we use. Uh, the orca. The orca. I was going to say, and yeah. the orca. Yeah. And keep in mind, you know, you want to f- look for the the glomus, um, the glomus uh, bacteria that you see out there. Uh, they uh, um, are pretty much proven for cannabis, whereas the rest that you'll see haven't been proven yet. Not saying they don't work, right? But don't have sufficient evidence that it works with cannabis. Mm-hmm. Still should use it till we know, but look for stuff with the glomus in it and the different versions of glomus. I'm not going to go into all the Latin names of those. Um, but also to, you know, we use mammoth P. Yeah. So I want to mention that. And mammoth P is a, um, a beneficial that again, you're not adding a nutrient. It's, it's a microorganism that's going to allow more phosphorus into your plant, mm-hmm. which is what you want during budding. And that's where they get their percentages. Like, Here's the deal. If you're not using mammoth pea, your buds aren't 16% bigger than they should be, right? Right. And I agree. I mean, I, you know, I, I like it. Yeah, I enjoy mammoth. So, um, but with that said, 
uh, this year, we're going to run those strains, and we're going to run it with the eggshells. Yeah. And we're going to start that here in the next four or five days. Yeah. So we're going to start essentially out, outdoor grow talk again. Yeah. And yeah. Well, outdoor slash greenhouse. Oh, no. Well, okay. Okay. Light depth greenhouse. There you go. Okay. Maybe not light depth, but. Maybe. I mean, that's an option. We could get two crops out. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot of, lot more work, but. We shall see. Let's, let's accomplish this year first <laughs> don't start too too big there todd <laughs> <laughs> all right so here's kyle with elevation organics yep we will talk to you in the next couple days uh-huh and organ love organ love all right i'm sitting down here with kyle at elevation organics welcome to the show kyle hey thanks for having me I really appreciate you doing this. I know you're a busy guy. So uh, let's get right down to it. Um, why don't you talk about uh, how Elevation became, um, how it started? And- sure. Uh, I was working with another company who I, I won't, uh, I guess, mention, but I was distributing in Colorado for them uh, for a couple of years, uh, about six or seven years ago now. Um, and, and when that, uh, they went with the national distributor and kind of pushed me out to the point where, you know, we were just had nothing going on. So, I got with uh, my partner Tom Fleming in Colorado, and and we just started uh, elevation with a couple products, like growing a bloom fertilizer. So uh, from that, you know, we built out Colorado, uh, ended up now with thirteen products uh, across a couple states, and two locations, and and uh, it's been a long journey, you know, of going from uh, just doing liquids to doing soil products, and you know, now um, distributing a few other products out of our location here, and then. Uh, adding maybe a few more this yeah. year, you know, yeah. trying to get uh, more of a national presence. Now, what? Uh, let's talk about your line. Explain what it is and how it works. We're a full organic line. Uh, we've got something kind of for everybody's style of gardening. We're not uh, saying you have to use every single product. We've got the liquid line. Uh, we've got dry lines. We've got things for compost tea recipes and things like that. Uh, so we kind of fit into everybody's style, including the no-till um you know, probiotic type style of gardening. Uh, our, our grow and bloom product is kind of the cornerstone of our program. It's a fish hydrolysate based product. Uh, it comes all from the Great Lakes area. Uh, we okay. use Asian carp as much as we can. Uh, but it's a mix of, of flounder and, um, grouper and, and, uh, but the Asian carp is especially great because it's an invasive species in the riverways in the Midwest and also has an exceptionally high bone and cartilage content. Uh, so our calcium is about 2% with the product. All the, all the collagen and everything is fully digested. So the phosphorus counts are higher and the calcium counts are higher. We use uh, two types of seaweed in both blends, humic fulvic acid, complex sugars like glucose, sucrose, fructose, dextrose. Uh, we use potassium sulfate and we really like Chilean nitrate in our, in our grow formula. Uh, Chilean nitrate is a mined mineral from Chile. Uh, it's the only place in the world it's found. And it's a 1600 raw nitrate nitrogen import, uh, input source. So uh, it's very fast acting, doesn't linger around. You kind of know what you get. It waters like a, a chemical fertilizer. Oh, okay. Similar, you know, instant availability, nitrate nitrogen. So. Nice. Now, when it's. <clears throat> You started out with both the, those two products, right? Correct. And then you expanded. Yep. Okay. And we do uh, we do a CalMag product, which uh, everybody's got a CalMag product. Yeah. We use uh, calcium lignosulfonate as a complexing agent. It's a byproduct byproduct from the paper industry. Uh, it's got 
Um, it's an organic approved complexing agent and it's got a, a slippery texture, kind of um, almost like a surfactant as part of it uh, too. So uh, one of the biggest differences as well is that there's no nitrogen. A lot of uh, companies, chem companies use uh, calcium nitrate. And so you're adding a nitrogen source when you might not want to towards the end of the flowering cycle. I see. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Uh, we do a desert nectar uh, yucca wedding agent. It's 97% pure uh, yucca, yucca, however you want to say it. Uh, it's the oldest and most sustainable farm in the world down in Baja, Mexico. Uh, it's cold press extract. Uh, really great stuff. Great people. Um, very low application rate. A lot of yucca, you'll see, uh, either being, uh, you know, really low percentage, 0.1 or right. 8%, or they'll say 99, you know, percent yucca, but they'll ask you to use two ounces per gallon, you know, when we're using about a half teaspoon to one teaspoon per gallon. Sure. So, sure. Uh, and then we do a humic acid. Uh, it's, it's a freshwater peat source, a uh, humic. Uh, it's, um, we had tested about 103 different humic acids from all over the world. And this was highest in cation exchange capacity. So something that uh, we knew we could get behind nice. you know, and promote. Yeah. Uh, again, low application rates compared to a lot. And then, um, you know, that's the liquid line. We're looking at a few things, uh, CV base and sugar uh, that we're going to maybe do this year. Um, the, the dry newts that we do, uh, we just have a grow and a bloom formula. It's a uh, 723 and a 3103. And we try to stay away from uh, anything like slaughterhouse waste, right? We don't like feather meal or cow bone or blood meal, uh, oh. things that are kind of scraped off of the warehouse floors, really low energy inputs, take a long time to break down. Um, we like, you know, fish and fish meal, yep. guanos, alfalfa, kelp, okay. uh, rock dust, and things like that, you know, that provide a lot of trace minerals. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, as far as soils and stuff go, one of the biggest differences from us is we don't use bark in the soil. You know, if you're in <laughs> Southern Oregon, bark is free. I mean, <laughs> if you if you put out a, a Craigslist ad, you yeah. know, that said, free bark, come dump your bark at, at my place, you'd have to turn your phone off, you know, yeah. at 11 p.m. So that's yeah. the biggest ingredient in a lot of the soils around here. Yeah. Uh, bark brings bugs, first and foremost. Okay. Uh, bark also... Uh, uh, isn't exactly wood, you know, lichen versus cellulose, but uh, there's some of the wood that goes into the bark when it's shaved, and if it's not properly composted, uh, you're fighting for that uh, carbon-nitrogen ratio going on in your soil as opposed to, you know, uh, being dealt with beforehand. So, sure. for instance, you know, if it's not fully composted, the bark wood is going to suck out nitrogen from your soil, so your plants are competing against it. Yeah, um, yeah. Splinters are another real bad thing about bark. <laughs> what do they call that forest byproduct yeah for yeah forest humus is the way oh, okay. you'll hear that a lot of times better. yeah it sounds sounds great yeah you know <laughs> until you realize what it is for sure so how do you compete when it comes to cost i know that's something that's a big big deal in people's minds and i know that you put some work actually into uh you know uh explaining that sure so what, uh you know the biggest thing when we started this we wanted um uh, Tom and myself, you know, both have about 15 years of garden experience. David, our, our other partner, has got a, a little bit more than that, I think, maybe even. Uh, so combined, we have quite a bit of garden experience. And these are all things that we've used and, and have known. Uh, we wanted to make it as easy as we could, you know, fitting as much into one bottle as we can without spreading it across 13 different bottle products like you see in a lot of lines. Um, sourcing, obviously, carefully sourcing. And uh, we don't have the 
deep pockets that some of the companies that we're up against, you know, have. So we're not able to purchase and pick up bulk and stuff. But yeah, keeping uh, the sources clean and and the combining of products is how we try to make it pretty easy and affordable for everybody. Sure, sure. How does it compare to other brands then? And you don't have to mention brands necessarily if you don't want. But I mean, you know, cost wise, I mean, if you look at... We we constantly find that we're... uh, in a lot of cases, exceptionally cheaper, okay. you know, than a lot of companies. And, okay. and uh, you know, through the, uh, we have a nutrient calculator that's public link, you know, that we can probably share online yeah. or something that we can do through the podcast. But, uh, you know, breaks down everybody's feed charts. So when you look at a feed chart across the board uh, from all the major companies, General Organics, Net for the Gods, Roots, uh, things like Mills and Psycho and Canna, you know, all these guys. Uh, we break it down basically what you would use based on the application uh, schedule and and show it on a per gallon cost, you know, basically for how much water you're giving. Nice. So nice. we come in, I mean, generally half to one quarter of the cost of some of these guys. You know, this is like getting a progressive quote, right? Yeah, right. All, all we'll show you everybody, you know, <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's hard to do that without trying to downplay anybody, you know, but all of it's public info and we kind of made it easy for somebody to go on a look instead of having to crunch all their own numbers. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, now, why don't you just tell us that link? Why don't you shout out? Cause this is, you know, segments about you guys. So. Sure. It's a, it's a Google spreadsheet. So the link is actually fairly long. Oh, okay. You know, I don't but know. But I mean, you some... have Elevation Organics. Yeah. We have elevationorganics.com. Uh, the link is posted, uh, uh, on our Facebook page okay. you know, we have a growing group as well that was started yeah. by fans but i'll make sure that we get that info up on okay. on our our uh, public page as well Got so that everybody has it gotcha you know? yeah it's like spreadsheets.google slash axy you know you. whatever <laughs> so it's not easy to remember well yeah and i'm sure that'd be uh especially our listeners would be lit, uh, interested so we'll sure. get that link from you okay and we'll post it up on our if we can we'll post it up absolutely on our Sure. Great. So um, now, what do you what do you think elevation <clears throat> as a company or as a nutrient line dirt whatever? How do you think you guys stand out from the rest? I know cost is is good. Sure. But where where do you put your you know um, quality of ingredients? Like I said, I mean, we have a reason why we do everything we do. Um, you know, we were using uh, a blend of three seaweeds. You know, after Fukushima happened, we cut yeah. it down to two. We were using uh, Laminaria Digitata from, from Japan area. You know, that's something that we're conscious of and want to keep out. Um, the fish is something that, you know, as a, as a basis of our growing bloom, we've looked at almost every fish company. Lots of times it's, uh, you know, Menhaden, trash fish, or uh, some people use uh, a variety of things. Some people don't strain all the way. You know, we wanted to make sure that uh, the fish was... Uh, one is a sustainable thing, you know, especially as far as the Asian carp goes. Uh, two, we wanted to make sure that it was fully digested. So they're actually taking all the fish scrap and bones and stuff and, and dissolving it completely in the slurry as opposed to straining out bones and stuff, which a lot of companies will do. So you're not getting that extra calcium. You're not getting that extra phosphorus, you know, as part of that. Um, but one of the other big things is that our uh, our products are amongst the lowest on heavy metals content. You know, if you look at nice. uh, Oregon's Department of Ag website, and that's something I could probably get you a link yeah. as well too. Uh, but it's public information. Everybody that registers with Oregon has to uh, divulge, you know, the, the heavy metals content in each of their products. And I so, see. you know, Chem Organic, whichever one, we rank amongst the lowest. So, clean medicine. 
you know, clean food, clean medicine is definitely what we're going for. We're all growers. We all use all of our products. We're not just suits, you know, yeah. trying to sell you something that we don't think you need or wouldn't use, you know. Okay. So now for the line itself, how many parts could you, how many parts is the line if you use the whole line? If you use the whole line, um, well, you, you wouldn't use all the soils and stuff. No, eight, no, no. But I mean like the nutrients. Yeah, eight, eight, eight products, eight. I believe. Okay. And, and how you can just, you can literally bring that down just the two. Sure, you could use grow and bloom. Uh, you know, we like to break it down into kind of liquid or dry okay. top dress formula. Uh, liquids, you know, with the five core products, the dries being the two dry, grow and bloom. We also offer a really high quality worm casting oh, okay. and then a Bakashi product that's oh, nice. uh, been uh, Southern Oregon Bakashi makes yeah. the, he digests alfalfa in the fermentation process for us as opposed to just the mill run wheat. We combine that with the mill run wheat and add a biochar to it as well oh, nice. on our side. Uh, the biochar has been inoculated with a custom microbial blend, fungus, bacteria, protozoa. Uh, so you're getting a lot of the benefits from the lactobacillus from the actual bokashi. We're um, unlocking a lot of the tricantinol that comes from the alfalfa because yes. of the fermentation process. Okay. And then adding the general... Uh, things that you find like in a, in any kind of microbial product, like, uh, you know, Glomus and Eratices and Mosse and, uh, Bacillus subtilis and, and things like that. So, uh, it's a pretty complete product. So, you know, those would make up the, the dry line, most likely. Teas, we do, uh, one, one of our products, Fertile Valley, is kind of a compost tea brew soil builder. Uh, it's, it's 80 plus year old wood waste from over in, uh, Klamath area. Uh, it's been fungally broken down. So, uh, we looked at a lot of lumber mills and things like that. And what you find is a lot of times that the piles are really high, but you know, they had, uh, machinery driving up and down the piles to dump that stuff. And so, uh, it created a challenge for us to really have to dive into the material to find out what its history was. Uh, all the old machinery generally tended to leak oil, things uh. like that. So you get a lot of contaminated product. Uh, we found a place that was, um, it was moved out from con by conveyor, so we weren't actually getting in that machinery waste in there. So and it's been uh, fungally broken down, cold composted, basically. Uh, so that we had that worm castings and bedding, and then a mild fertilizer blend as well. So uh, it's a great way to start teas. Um, our liquids are a great addition to tea as well. With uh, uh, the fish hydrolysate is a great ingredient. Kelps, humix, these are things that people are already adding. So we kind of get a one one tea in a bottle. Yeah. kind of formula. So. I see. Now, um, for beginners, mm -hmm. do you think that the line is... is Oh, absolutely. One enough? of our biggest uh, great feedbacks, you know, has been the ease of, of use and results that someone can get without, you know, really any kind of effort. Uh, again, we've got like a, a Facebook growing group page. Yeah. You know, a lot of new timers come and, and I'm involved in a few groups online. And mm -hmm. one of the biggest things that you don't notice is we don't have a lot of people ask like... Uh, bringing up problems and issues. What happened to my plans? What's going on with this? How should I do this? I you know, we see a lot of people that are uh, really happy with the results they're getting from very little input. Nice, nice. And you've mentioned too, I think kind of not only in this little interview, but with other results from people that have run your product, but you were saying that you don't get as many bugs in general, right? Yeah. It seems like. Yeah, we've seen uh, one of the most recent you know, yeah, right. uh, Nick up there, he's, he's showing side by side versus a chemical company. You know, again, I'm not trying to call on no, anybody, but no. we saw, you know, a general difference in size of the plant next to the, the chemical mm -hmm, product mm -hmm. and also the, 
you know, he got uh, mites quite a bit and they weren't even hopping over to the elevation plan. So, yeah. you know, yeah. general, uh, and there's a lot of uh, products that you'll see that'll say help with pest resistance, things like that. But it, ultimately, it's a healthy plant, you know, that fends off pests and disease more than an unhappy one. Oh, for sure, for sure. Uh, and, you know, I've noticed that some organics won't necessarily grow a real big plant. They'll grow a really good, tasty plant. They'll grow, you know, average yep. sizes. But but it's, it's, it doesn't seem like there's too many organics out there that'll grow that. Sure. Plant, yeah, so. it's a, a common uh, perception, too, is that, you know, you're not going to get as big of a yield right. with organics and things yeah. like that. And it's all about making it available, you know, through sure. uh, soil health or, you, you know, ingredients like the chili nitrate, which you're really like. Uh, which is instantly available. You know, you're taking the guesswork out of how much should I put in and what's, cause you, it's all getting used. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Now what is on your product? Do you, I mean, this may sound like a stupid question, but you recommend pHing it, correct? We, uh, don't officially recommend pHing it okay. actually. Okay. You know, most of our products are acidic. Um, we have to have it that way because uh, it's kind of real living ingredients and mm-hmm. those things mm-hmm. will start to go bad in the bottle. You know, sure. they'll start to rot if we don't. So sure. everything's pretty low on pH with the exception of our humic, which is a uh, really high pH. So when we, uh, if people do want a pH, we recommend it being done with that humic as yeah. a balance back oh, okay. up. You know, but we have nice. many, many customers that don't even, you know, once switched in elevation, they threw away their meters, yeah. so to yeah. speak. Well, so, and I've heard that with good organics, that's... You know, and I haven't PH'd in several years. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. So, <laughs> so you do have some on hands personal experience with, with growing then. Sure. Yeah. I've been, I've been growing myself for 15 years. Uh, that's good. Starting experience. with tomatoes <laughs> in my basement in Kansas city, <laughs> you know, yeah, for yeah, many yeah. years and growing out to, uh, you know, into Colorado when their, you know, med thing was happening. And then out here, I've been back and forth between Colorado and, and, uh, Oregon for about 10 years now. That's so. crazy. Taking advantage of both worlds. Huh? Yeah. 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 So, well, I mean, and I hate to transition if you got more to say, but sure. uh, do you have, I mean, what, compare Oregon to Colorado. Uh, what's the differences and, you know, what do you see in traveling back and forth? Pros and cons, you know, I mean, for me, I, uh, I've, I've been to Oregon several times, several separate times in my life. So this is where I call home for sure. Uh, there's a lot more people. Plain and simple in Colorado. Oh, okay. You know, which, in the um, game or just as- in general, and which oh, okay. also in the game, you yeah. know, I think too. I mean, everybody here has kind of been with it. Mm-hmm. This is something that uh, was prevalent uh, here in Oregon before medical, before the rag things happening. You know, Colorado kind of got its influx through that, those law changes, I okay. think, more so than, than we did here. I see. Um, the uh, obviously, it's primarily indoor market. You know, in Colorado, Colorado. Okay. Uh, the outdoor climate isn't as forgiving, True. you know, a lot of times, True. but they are, they're starting to grow in more of an outdoor scene in some of the Southern areas, Pueblo, Colorado Springs, places like that. Um, we have found one of the biggest differences that I've noticed through doing this and being back between Colorado and Oregon is that, um, People on the West Coast like to ask why. Why does this work this way? Why do you put this ingredient in? And, and what we see it a lot of times with people in Colorado is it's a, um, a friend past knowledge, right? Uh, they don't know why it does what it does. They use advanced because their friend uses advanced. And right. that's how he says his success is. So people, uh, and this isn't everybody, and I don't want to make that general assumption that people, you know, don't ask why, but um, there's a lot uh general quest for knowledge here as to why you know organics especially are working 
Yeah, yeah. So do you see a lot of the same growing styles? Like, I mean, are they big on organics there? Not, I mean, they they are, but not nearly as much. I mean, it's okay. definitely, so they don't more, mind pushing synthetics. Else. Yeah, synthetics, you know, into a drain waste system indoors, you know, is not uncommon. I mean, here... Uh, I feel like you get some resistance <laughs> from a lot of people. Man, it's you want to be careful. But not to say that doesn't happen here. No, you no. Know? Yeah, people use synthetics. I think more beginners end up using synthetics or hydro or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, organics is so big here. Sure. You know, it's people want product like yours. I know Colorado put a push, too. It's where that... Uh, the labeling requirements, you know, if you label organic, you can say as such, if you grow with chemicals, you have to list the chemicals that are used. So, yeah. you know, when you get a, uh, a jar from the dispensary there, it says grown with potassium hydroxide and yada, yada, you know, so. Sure. Um, Do you ever hear people talk about using, like, say, even your organics with synthetics? Sure. And yeah. Do you have a issue with that i have no issue with that i mean we we yeah we we fit you know a lot of different styles and if people are used to using a chemical fertilizer uh you know i i encourage them to use you know our yucca wetting agent with it right it's going to help stretch out your water further you know our cow mag versus the nitrogen cow mag if you you know want some more control late in the game you know if you want to add um you know our products work well in all methods. I don't generally recommend any kind of recirculating with the grow in the bloom fish, uh, because it is as soon as that pH gets to a point where it can start growing bunk going to, mm-hmm. you know, so mm-hmm. unless you're changing your reservoirs every day, every other two, three days, you know, I don't really recommend that. But if any kind of drain a waste program, uh, using our, our grower bloom, you know, fish based fertilizers as an addition to your chemical, uh, regimen is going to give, you know, more flavor, uh, more potency, bigger yields. Okay. And do you recommend using beneficials, you know, microbes and stuff? I know you got the, sure. you know, the, the caution stuff in there, but yeah, we love, uh, we love micro, you know, anything, uh, we, we work really well with, uh, SLF 100. Yeah. You know, okay. uh, Newton out there in, yeah. in Grants Pass. I've known yep. for a long time. Mammoth P is something that we're also starting to kind of tag with Good. the, the promotions. You know, a lot of people having great success with yeah. our products in there. So right. Right. For sure. Excellent. Excellent. So let me ask you this real quick. I, we're getting, you know, to about 20, 20 mm-hmm. 22 minutes here. So we'll get going. But, uh, uh, let me ask you this. You've now, since you're, basically most of this company you you've seen the labeling problems in the states uh-huh. that you're dealing with sure uh is oregon bad when it comes to labeling it seems like a lot of people say that oregon is quite the stickler when it oregon comes to- is one of the uh, one of the strictest you know and it's it's uh, it's a word play more than anything else that you find you know but uh they've got good reasons for it you know i know that a lot of the microbial stuff this last year has taken a big hit and you know, Oregon didn't know what they're doing, and all of a sudden they're the the authority on things. You know, and it, it kind of um, it put a lot of people against the wall. You know, having take the official state's word against theirs. You know, I know Southern Oregon because got hit. Oh, I see. Yeah. Pretty big. You yeah. know, as far as they said there was one thing, and there's and they, then they said there's not. And then, you know, it's like how do we? You know, I know he's got lab tests to prove several things. Right. Right. But. You know, I think the intention's certainly there. Sure. And what they've been doing with the pesticide stuff's great. Um, you know, especially uh, have you run something in, that we're ingesting. Yeah, yeah. You have know? you run into any problems with your liquid newts or anything no. as far as labeling? No, I mean, pretty we, simple. We had a we had a bloom issue recently. We had a zero missing from a point two. 
to put 0.2. <laughs> so that was our only issue with labeling. You know, we work with Matt Haynes really closely at the ODA. Okay. Um, and he's been a great asset for us to kind of say, you know, what can we say and how do we do this that not only covers Oregon's requirements, but then everybody's kind of got different requirements state by state. So how do we make it fit into everybody's equation? You know, properly. Sure, sure, sure. Now, are you guys Omri listed? We are. Uh, we're not Omri listed. We are going through the CDFA okay. organic uh, certification. Okay. We've been doing that for over a year now. Okay. Uh, Desert Nectar is our only approved product. Okay. But they've been here twice. Uh, they, we've passed inspections with yeah. flying colors, and we're just kind of waiting on paperwork, essentially. Sure. So uh, by 2017, we hope to see everything CDFA organic, which um, Omri is. Uh, uh, kind of a pay to play mm-hmm. company mm-hmm. you know you uh you I pay know, a big yeah. big money up front and they also want a percentage of your gross sales yeah. as opposed to a oh, really registration that. fees and then cdfa also went through initiated their whole uh certification process because omri had missed on a few products uh and a lot of farms lost certification and with like an organic farm it takes several years to get that back to where you could get it approved again so cdfa was a great choice for us uh, trusting the government over a private party for one of the first times <laughs> in my life. <laughs> well, what you said is pretty common, or at least that's what we hear, pretty common with the Omri listing and stuff. Yeah. So, um, but but we know your line's good. You know, you guys have kind of blown up in the last couple of years sure. right here. So and I will say everything's uh, NOP compliant through okay. the National Organic Practice, through oh, the okay. USDA. So everything is, is approved for sure. organic use gotcha. right now. Yeah, yeah. I didn't mean to rib you with the Omri sure. thing, but, <laughs> but I had to ask. So, um, yeah, so it looks like a good line. Obviously, we'll talk to you about running it. We'd like to try it. Now, uh, Nick, a.k.a. Wes Cush, who has a page, has run your uh, mm-hmm. line along with Synthetic. You can see all those reviews and all that content on OregonRooted.com slash West Cush. Uh, do you want to shout out to your, you gave a website. You said your website. Is there yeah, ElevationOrganics.com. Okay. Um, what about your Instagram? The Instagram is at Elevation Organics. Okay. I believe. Easy. Uh, yeah, all the social media stuff is done by somebody else than myself. That's fine. Usually, but, you know, we'll make sure we get you guys all linked up with that. Yeah. We'll come follow that. us. Come see what we're doing. Uh, we generally do kind of the Max Shield shows. Okay. Uh, it's a couple that they're doing now throughout mm-hmm. the year. We will be at the THC Fair up okay. here in Medford Coming again. Up. We've got a couple booths. Uh, we're going to be right candy cor- corner to, uh, to Applegate Soils, one of our biggest customers, you yeah. know. So, uh, as far as finding us, uh, you know, we've got a great, uh, store locator on our website. Mm-hmm. You know, if you got a store that you go to that you, that we're not in, throw us a link, tell them to, you know, we'll make sure we get some, get some, some in there. Something. It sounds like locally though, for our listeners, you can get them at Applegate Soils. Yep. Correct? Applegate Rogue Farmers. Rogue Farmers. Uh, Northern Light Garden in Grants Pass. Okay. Takube down in Williams. Okay. Uh, Smoke and Tees out in Cave Junction. Got it. Uh, Wheels of Turning in Cave Junction as well. And, uh, uh, and then, you know, places like Roseburg and Eugene, both shops in Roseburg, DC and Roseburg Hydro, Emerald Valley Gardens in Eugene, um, Garden Spouts, one of our biggest ones in Portland, and then, you know, all up and down the I-5 there. Excellent. Excellent. Well, we appreciate you doing this show. We shoved a bunch of information yeah. in there for you, and I hope a, a good amount of time. Yeah. Thanks for coming by, Craig. Yeah, I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, we'll catch up with you later, Don, you know, maybe in spring or, or summer. And if we do do a run, we'll, we'll go ahead and you know, do the content with you and keep you informed and stuff. But that's great. Again, we appreciate it. And for all of our listeners, if you want information from them, just go to their website. If you're locally, you know where to go to the stores. All right. We appreciate it, Kyle. Yeah. Thank you. Have a great day.